uh, uh, the wizard from the West, the king of the West, Terry Layton, joins us for this nine race program at Belmont. Soft five, the conditions there. The rails, who knows where the rail is today? It's difficult to read. Eight metres from the 1600 to the 400, five metres for the remainder. What the hell's that mean, Terry? Uh, zigzags today. I think they're <laughs> running um, in figure eights today. I think. <laughs> so, who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, played, played all right last week. The fence was good last week. Everyone, everyone was trying to angle off it, but... Uh, it didn't play well last week. It didn't play last week. It was a disgrace last week. The fence, sorry, I should say the fence played well last week because yep. that was a three-metre pad. I thought it might be chopped out. But um, no, last week was an absolute uh, an absolute Barry Crocker. So it's just, it's very hard to make ground. You don't want to be backing horses. Like I'm, I'm really focusing on horses with field position at the moment. If yep. I'm going to back one settling six or worse, like I, I knew my Alaskan, we're now calling it Alaskan goat, by the way. I knew we were right, Gareth. I will put my hand up. Um, if as soon as pre-Alaskan God race, I knew that the money was dead like, before the race had even started. So then it wouldn't have mattered because the horse went horribly anyway. But did, this um, is my letter to DWA Racing. I've been following you and loving you for a long time now. But every single year this comes up, the debate about the track gets too, just too... T- it's just hard to make ground on tired 100%. tracks. I presume it's Australia-wide to some degree. No, not really. What, what, Change what it, we but... need to do is... So it's year in, year out, as you just said. What we need to now do as punters is swallow our pride, which is difficult because I don't have much to swallow. Yes. Um, and then we have to start backing horses based on speed map has to be number one almost over form if you're, backing, if you're looking at a horse that's going to settle rearward. So it really the first thing you have to do with WA racing at the moment, in particular racing at Belmont, um, on a on a Saturday, is just do your speed maps and go. Okay, well, this is probably going a length worse than this, but it's going to settle four lengths in front of it, and it's near impossible to make ground at the moment. So perhaps that's where I need to go. So, and what about um, if you're paying bills for horses to be trained and work at the moment, and you can't start at Belmont because the trainer's not confident in the track? Now you've got two metro tracks there, and it, like mm. utilize both tracks so they can cop work throughout the seasons and then they can recover instead of just smashing one and then it gets tired and then you do the same to Ascot in the summer. Like alternate between the tracks. Surely you can do that. It's not difficult. And it's because of the the facilities and that's been the excuses in the past. But enough's enough. It's 2023. It's a billion-dollar industry. Get your act together. Make sure you make it better. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly with every sentiment you've just said. So I, I agree 100%. We're betting on a, yeah, it, it's, I struggled big time to have confidence in what we're betting on at the moment, not knowing exactly what's going to be dished up. So yeah, consumer confidence is definitely low. And I think you'll see when we turn to the Ascot season in, what is it, a couple of months away, the my bet sizing will increase drastically yeah. instantly. We trust in the track. Um yeah, so I, I presume that'll be the same for a lot of punters as well. So the money they spend, they'll probably end up making back in uh, increased revenue. Yeah. But yeah, what are we doing, mate? For another day, isn't it? How can we make some money? Uh, yeah, okay. What do we got today? Well, it's, again, a lot of it depends. A lot of favourites. It depends whether you want to play the prices that are currently around. Like I think uh, race four, horse number three, Crescent City. It's been a disappointing. When I say disappointing, it's been uh, a good money spinner for connections, I guess. But uh, it does struggle to win. But I don't think it's had. Many things go right. This preparation apprentices have been on drawn wide gates. Had to go back uh, last week over a staying trip, and it doesn't stay. Uh, it was super from last in a race that was run and won on speed. Um, this is a good map today. There's no stars. The main dangers are going to be last, and the other main danger is going to have to work to get to the breeze. So Pikey should be settling about fifth one off, and I think he'll get the job done. So I'm pretty keen um, for a horse that I haven't dived into, and then. 
Uh, I think it's around one four of 35 and placed 20 times. I, I don't think I've ever really dove in before, so I've got no real Crescent City scars. So I'm happy to dive in today. Race four, number three, Crescent City. Um, Duchess of Gossip should be winning today. Race seven, number four. But again, just as we were discussing, Gareth, do you really want to dive into $2.20 pops on this track? That's that's a decision you need to make. I'm, I'm a dollar eighty, but um, it's a black typer, a future black typer. So maybe one out in the quaddy if you if you don't want to be um, outlaying a, a huge sum or you don't want to be having a good crack at one at a short price. That might be a better way to attack that race. Race seven, uh, number four, Duchess of Gossip. Uh, we've been on the rodeo, Gareth, but it's... Um, and it's last couple, and they actually interviewed Stephanie Bakrinich during the week, and it's a really good read because she she understands it correctly. She basically says, look, I respect the two horses, goes two walks, and Fanta that that beat me uh, in the two features, but I mean, if we get normal luck, we'd probably win both of them, and I I agree with that. Um, if you get a better ride, you horrible. probably win, let's be honest, Steph. Exactly, exactly right. I mean, with the weight, you do need a lot of things to go right, but I still think it's going well enough to, to beat these yeah. with the weight. Um, I, I map it today from Barrier 6, following Fanta across underneath. Luke's is going to kick up excellent dream. It's going to be a pest to Fanta. I haven't mapped in the 1-1, which is risky from Barrier 6, but, I mean, you've got horses like Eel Ways. Um, there's one or two others underneath it who I think the rodeo is just a length and a half quicker than over the first 100 metres. So I'm expecting they won't just want to snag today. They will be aggressive. They'll land 1-1. Um, and from there, I think the rodeo will be hard to beat. So I have to follow up at $5 plus. I'm equal favourite with Fanta. So um, at $5 plus, I've got to follow up in the rodeo. But the, the one horse I really want to focus on today is in the last. at a really good collect. Um, on this last start, and it's uh, it's going around again at a very backable price. You can even back it each way on the way the race maps, and that's in the last race nine. Uh, horse number 11, Forever Classic. Um, went back to midweek last start. They backed it fives to 290. Um, we backed it fives to 290, and uh, they went forward lead, and it won well. This isn't a huge amount harder. And the thing I like about this race is the favourite's a horse called Sisu Warrior, who I don't I don't think is much of a I don't think it's much of a uh, much of a horse, and they actually clashed um, two starts ago. And Forever Classic for me was significantly a better run. I think for Barrier Seven, Brad Parnham can lead. Brad Parnham can park on them. He can make a decision, but he will be in the first four without doubt. Um, and yeah, we're getting. I think it's around fives and twos. It's it's up to you. It's it's a win. Win only play probably for me, but I mean, it, for me, the place price is probably like a dollar fifty. So it's yeah. it's probably a good one to get your money back um, for running second or third if we are rolled and a horse to follow out of that race. Did you catch the trial of Soldanel for yeah, Stefan Vahala? Yes. How was that? Horses don't trial like that. No, they don't. I've, I've got a few um, people get in contact with me in social media, tipping me a horse in that last. I think it was that horse as well. Just get on. Yeah, it would, it would have been. It would have been. I mean, the worry is, the worry is it's first up 1,400 Lactar on. It's probably going to be four back the fence. How's the fence playing? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I mean, if, if that, I expect data money won't come for a horse. It's only trialed well. And obviously all of its racing has been in France over 2,000 plus. Yeah. So if the money doesn't come and it creeps out to something near $10, it's, considering Forever Classic's five, that's probably a good little either Dutch or a save. Yeah. So you probably can back Forever Classic and, and save on sold and L purely on the strength of one trial, which we we simply don't see horses trial like that. Like it's yeah, it was um, it was sensational. So, so I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing how it goes. So Soda now, I've had three people get in contact with me on social media: Tom, James, and David. Um, g'day, g'day, Gareth. Um, just get on this twelve at um, Ascot. Oh, I mean Belmont mm. tomorrow. It's got quite the motor. 
So yeah. Well, I know Stefan. I know Stefan likes it, but I mean, he's he's seeing it as a Bunbury Pinjarra Cup horse. He hopes to get to a Perth Cup with it. So you have to keep that in mind that Black and Lack does a very defensive jockey, unless told otherwise. Yeah. I know he will be told otherwise with Nerodio, but with Solden, you not you have to remember, even though he's got Barrier One, he will not ask it for an inch early. So yeah. you're going to be four or five back the fence. Good luck. You're going to need an awful amount Good of luck, luck for a jockey who's maybe not in his best form at the moment as well. So yeah. um, that's why. So I think. I think it'll be one of the ones we, we follow pretty strongly out of this meeting. But, um, yeah, yeah. Look, to be honest, I'm just going to be focusing on horses uh, at a bit more of a price. If you're looking for something a bit out wider, in race number two, a horse called Eurasia. Uh, it'll go around mid-teens each way. Uh, I think the favourite secret identity is going to be very hard to beat. But yeah. Eurasia was really good winner first up um, at Pinjarra on a leader bias track with Rosie Mahoney in the saddle and then had no luck at its last couple. It dropped significantly in grade. It probably lands in the 1-1 here. Um, they're the type of horses I'm going to be looking for today. Horses that I think just map nicely on speed and we can get a bit of a price for. You raise around $13 there. Hey, go and get them today, Terry. We appreciate your time as always, mate. You are a superstar. Keep dominating. Thanks, Gareth. There's Terry Layton there. 10.34. Let's take the news.